Hi everyone, welcome to the KidCast. So this episode is with the lovely Dan. So Dan and I went to school together and I've known each other for quite a while um, and he wouldn't mind me saying that he was considered one of the earliest parents in sort of the people we went to school with. So he had his first daughter when he was 23 um, but he's now got two beautiful girls. So we chat about him raising his two girls, the challenges of co-parenting and then also relationships and what happens to your relationships when you have kids. I'm a little bit of a taboo subject and not many people like to talk about it but Dan was very kindly an open book so I hope you all enjoy. Talk to me about the girls, talk to me about day-to-day life with them. Okay, so uh, I've got Ruby and Scarlett who are nine and six. Day-to-day life outside of half term <laughs> is pretty much a school day followed by a pick-up. Yeah. Um, I tend to have my kids Monday, Thursday, Friday on my own after school mm-hmm. or after work. And then we generally spend Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday as a bit of a family. Mm-hmm. Um, try and keep them as busy as possible. Uh, at the moment, they've got a nice group of friends in the street at the mum's house, yeah. coupled by me, so they like to play out as much as possible, really. Mm, nice. How are they in themselves, like, personality-wise? Are they, are they um, like, I know Bella's only, Bella's only two, so she's much younger than the girls in comparison, but, like, I just feel already she's definitely her own person. Mm-hmm. Are, they, are the girls like that? Do yeah, they 100%. Sort of roost, or? 100%, yeah, I get bossed around, <laughs> like, not tomorrow. Um, Scarlett, I'd say, is... She's a little bit like me where she likes to be on her own, yeah. but then at the same time doesn't like to be on her own. Um, so she'll happily go and sit and watch telly on her own, but won't go and play by herself. Yeah. But she's very much slightly high maintenance of being horrible to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think girls are though. Ruby, on the other hand, is a full-on family, affectionate young girl. Um, likes to be around people yeah. and is very very cheeky and humorous <laughs> where Scarlett's quite articulate really and mm. she's quite mature for her age and she's always been that way so that's had the Challenge. same challenges that's had the same challenges yeah 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 okay um, talk to me about let's let's go back a little bit to the girls are nine and six mm-hmm. so you've had Scarlett I know we've mentioned this before we recorded yeah very very young yeah, 23 I was when for, Scarlett was me, born. that was very young. Yeah, yeah. it was. Because um, obviously we went to school together. Mm-hmm. I think we went to up to sixth form together. So it was only a couple of years after yeah, school. Yeah, it was about 18, wasn't it, when yeah, we left yeah. school, yeah. Only a couple of years really after school. Yeah. And obviously social media and people you hear things, don't you? Mm-hmm. And then obviously later in life when you reconnect. But I remember thinking, fucking hell, Danny's got a kid. And yeah. Would... Like, I felt so young. I still do now. Yeah. At the time, so to even try and comprehend what I know now about Bella, I couldn't do it. So yeah, it was a massive shock to the system. And I think for me personally, I was the only person in my friendship group, really, that had a kid. Yeah, probably. I was probably one of the first ones, if yeah. not the first out of my immediate yeah, friendship yeah. group. I know some people around the rest of the school year did yeah. have kids a little bit younger, but for my friendship group, I was the first one. Yeah. Which is a, a challenge in itself. I go back to finding out that you're having a baby. Talk to me about that. What was um, that like? Well, I don't know if you can swear on this yeah, podcast, but I swear all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I absolutely dropped one in my pants yeah. when I found out. Not in like a, a, a mad way. Yeah. Sorry, not in a horrible way. It's more like 
what am I going to do? Because I'm still trying to find a bit out about myself and what I want to yeah. do as a career and all that stuff. And obviously I was trying to pursue DJing a bit more frequently than I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, was trying, I, I just thought, well, that, that's just got to stop now. Mm. Can't do that. Can't be running around playing yeah. gigs all over town a couple of nights a week while working full time and have a kid at the same time. So mm-hmm. obviously you just kind of try and reevaluate your life in 30 seconds when you see the p- first picture of the scan yeah. that you, or the, the test that yes. you know. So yeah, um, just more like, I was kind of excited in a way, but more scared, if I'm being honest. I think even though I, even though we planned to have that, I still got a bit of a, holy shit. Oh crap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> on my thought moment, and Steve's six years older than us as well, so mm. he's older again. Yeah. And the pair of us were still like, fucking hell, like, are we doing the right thing here? Is this, it's just a, a shock, isn't it? The actual realisation that that is happening. I think it's more the responsibility that's now yeah. on your shoulders. Like, yeah. and obviously, everyone has some kind of support network, yeah. which helps, but that you are responsible for another life. Yeah. Which obviously is a, it's a big burden, it really. Is. Yeah, yeah. So, Scarlet's three when Ruby. Yeah, comes just on. over three, three, three and two months, yeah, so yeah. three. Yeah. Um, was the decision to have Ruby something that you two discussed together? No, both were unplanned. Right, okay. So, um, again, Ruby was a, a shock. Yeah. And at the time, we definitely weren't prepared at all for... Ruby. We weren't prepared for Scarlet, but we 100% <laughs> weren't prepared, prepared for Ruby. However, the shock wasn't as bad because I'd been there, done it. Yeah. Had a three-year-old now. Yeah. Scarlet was dead excited because she was just, like, quite recently just yeah. talking fluently. So yeah. she was kind of really excited for the, the new arrival and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and we were moving into a new house at the same time, so... It was more excitement, really, yeah. rather than scaredness. But yeah, that's still it's still a shock either way. Would you have any more? I don't want any more. No, no. <laughs> that was a very certain. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think without being too sounding too selfish, I think it's time to put me first a yeah, little yeah. bit now okay. because obviously I lost a big chunk of my twenties mm. um, being a parent, which isn't a bad thing. But my girls are getting older now, mm. and I think to have another one when I've got a six and a nine year old would be too much of a challenge yeah. especially with some of the issues that we have with the girls in general with like sleep and tantrums and that kind of thing yeah. I think having another young baby in the picture just it doesn't sit right yeah. for me at all yeah no I had a previous guest a couple of weeks ago and she just said her girls are sort of over the hill on the that like sort of day-to-day difficult management mm. and and parenting yeah so she feels like she definitely wouldn't have any more kids because she feels like she can see the light at the end of the day yeah 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 and that's a really good analogy yeah yeah because like my girls still require that day-to-day yeah hands-on approach but they can't go and play out for two three hours in the yeah. street and i don't have to worry about them yeah they might fall over but that's literally the yeah. only worry and i've obviously just got to feed them and stuff so yeah. i do get a little bit of time to myself now yeah and as you say, they're over the hill. Like the way I, I see it, it's like when my kids are eighteen, I'll be like early forties. Yeah. So I've still got another big chunk of my life yeah, yeah, ahead, yeah. and we can obviously go and do more things as yeah. a family without having to worry about another yeah. young human being. I know, I know. I remember mum saying that. This is this. I'm gonna fall. And my elder sister was eight when she was pregnant with my youngest sister. Hmm. And they're saying, like, she just felt like she'd spent a decade just changing nappies. Yeah, but... Uh, it does make... It literally... As as a parent, at the time, I'm thinking, oh, you've obviously chosen to have four kids, so what are you worried about? But now, as a parent, I completely get it. Like, staying like you don't know having another baby. 
And on one hand I go, yes, I really do want another baby. And on the other hand I go, Bella's actually quite self-sufficient now in a lot of ways. Mm. I don't know if I could, could go right back to that whole whole dependency on but you. A lot of people I speak to say, if you're going to have more than one, yeah. have them closer together in age, if possible. That, that terrifies me. I, I, I don't yeah. blame you. Some people who literally have one and then they have another before their second one's two. Maybe it's just Bella, I don't know, mm. but I honestly, I would have a, literally would have a breakdown. Like that, that would send me <laughs> under. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I absolutely couldn't do it. I know what you mean. For me, for me though, like I'm, all my family are one of, of two kids. Yeah. So like cousins on both sides, yeah. there's two. There's me and my brother. Yeah. Now I've got my two girls. So yeah. it's kind of all me and my family know is just two. Two. And we've all got a similar age gap, every single set of kids. Okay. So. It's all like three to four years tops for all of us. So, yeah. all that's all my family ever know is that age gap. Yeah. See, three to four years to me is still quite close. In a way, it is definitely. But I think some people think literally some people want them like re- really close together, don't they? Which I do get. You get it all off the way. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> but at the same time, I, oh, I just don't know. Maybe. How do you feel for people who've got twins? Actually, I only said that. <laughs> who was I talking to? Can't remember. I literally only said that the other day. Like how people do it I think it'd be worse to have one and then have twins I see yeah do you know what I mean Cause yeah you've... especially if you the, the one is yeah. like two yeah yeah they're yeah. still like just yeah about to talk and don't really understand no. stuff but as you get bigger and as you get older like you've only got two hands <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> you know what I mean? like if yeah. you're a yeah anyway loads of things I'm sure a twin parent will have a go at me for that but but they probably like have different techniques and ways to manage that yeah. where obviously from having the one at a time it's we probably don't we'll never understand it no and I remember a girl who used to do my hair she had twins her first pregnancy was twins that's and a, me what a shock literally that was. <laughs> me saying to her how the hell do you do that and she said well, I don't know any difference mm. like I've just I've always just got on with it and I was like yeah fair enough that makes that's a very, really valid point. Um, what's your biggest challenge with the girls then? You said mentioned before a little bit about tantruming. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah. Um, so it, it, for both girls, it's slightly different. Yeah. So with Scarlett, it's always been getting up of the morning when she's been in school age. Yeah. But 100% since she was very young is going to bed. She just doesn't like going to bed. Mm-hmm. It's not like she's scared. She says she's scared sometimes, but I don't really believe that she's scared. I think she just deep down doesn't want to miss out on nothing. Yeah. Even though nothing's (laughs) happening because we generally go to bed not long after her, if not at the same time. So as a result, we've had to like kind of go to bed at the same time. But um, it's been like at least an hour to an hour and a half of effort, whether that's like singing songs, reading stories, watching telly just chatting mm. it's still like that now yeah, yeah. and at the moment she went through a stage of not sleeping in her own bed mm. then she did for a good chunk of time and then all of a sudden it snapped and she just won't sleep in her own bed so now she's in year five just gone in we're trying to encourage her to play the big girl card mm-hmm. try and get her to go back into her own bed because at the moment she's still sleeping with me or or a mum or both of us at the same time so that's been my biggest challenge and then it's, it's it's when like say you ask your kids to do something yeah and they don't do it yeah 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 and then obviously I, I'm, I'm quite calm as a parent so I kind of just let it ride and just ask them again in a minute or word it a different way but then it's when they consistently say no mm. and then you just start to slowly feel yourself getting more and more and that more agitated builds, yeah. Yeah. yeah and then sometimes you're like might snap 
then they start crying and then it's you just can't win literally i had that exact thing before when i had 20 minutes in between teams calls to leg it to aldi to get bell and more of the colored juice that she wanted because the orange and the red one wasn't cut yeah, yeah she wanted purple from the black currant juice and um, what did she do she's holding the um the trolley because she stands in it she's sitting in it she stands in it Always. yeah and i she let go and i pushed her out the corner and she fell over and I said to her, I've been telling you all the way round, hold of it. And she said to me, Mummy, why are you shouting at me? And I was like, because I've told you all the way round. Like, if this is not new information, every time I come to the shop, and I just knew I felt that rage, like, rise from my feet mm. all the way up. And you can't, and then I felt awful because she was yeah, like, Mummy, why are yeah. you shouting at me? And I was like, yeah, I am shouting over at you over something trivial. But, but, it, but in that it, moment, it's, it's, it's what it's taken to get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I completely get it. I do get it. Bella is very similar actually to Scarlett with sleep. She will only go to sleep at like a decent time if she is exhausted to the point where she's not had like a, a nap during the day since mm. she was about yeah. 20 months. We, we tried to stop that as well as soon as possible. Yeah. Obviously, the more they nap in the day, the longer bedtime is getting. Yeah. But do you have a routine? No. That works? No. 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 We, 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 we cross our fingers and hope. Yeah. Yeah. If if she's had a doze in the day, I mean like 20 minutes, half an hour tops, she won't go to bed till It's like a, like a battery, isn't it? It's, it's like, it's like you, you charge in the battery. Yeah, yeah. For it to just carry on. Yeah, so yeah. for every 20 minutes, you get you get an extra two hours yeah. on top yeah. of bedtime. Yeah. I remember um, my nan saying, she's only had half an hour, but she had it quite late. It was like three o'clock and I'm thinking... I'm going to be up to yeah. that night. Your night's ruined. That's it. That yeah. is it. I am not doing anything other than chasing this kid around the house. So what's your general bedtime now then? Like time I she try. actually drops off? Mm, between sort of half seven and eight. If she That's good. That, you know, like from Scarlett's perspective, she yeah. ever since she was two, you're talking nine o'clock plus. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like last night, last night was five past nine. Um, the night before... I lose track because obviously Steve's not here with me, so it's only me. Night before quarter eight. That's really good. It does depend, but she can be an absolute bugger, and we can be saying to her, "Bella, you're knackered. You're falling over things. Come to like, come to bed. Go to bed." But she still won't go to bed. I can't put her in a cot a week. No way. Yeah. No way. It doesn't happen. It's like depends. Depending on who you speak to, you get different advice. Yeah. So like people say, go through the pain. Yeah. Of it, just not going to sleep, leaving in the, in the room on their own, yeah. close the door. No matter how much they scream or cry, you do not go in. Yeah. But it's really hard I to can't. do that. Yeah, it's I it's can't. too hard to do that. But again, there's some people say it's worked and others yeah. hasn't. So we, we we I've tried all of that stuff, yeah. and we still haven't got a bedtime that's consistent. No, depends where she sleeps now. So if she's in mine, usually it's about half ten. Mm. That's the same in my mum's. When she's in her mum's or we're all together, it's 11 o'clock plus. Yeah. It's ridiculous, isn't it? And it, when she stays in um, her mum's nan's, it's whatever time. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we never know. <laughs> so it's just not consistent. Ready. But obviously, yeah. if the later she goes to bed on the weekend, the more it has a knock-on effect on getting her ready yeah. in the morning for school. Yeah. So it's just a vicious cycle. I know. And we just can't land any consistency. We never have done. No. Well, I've even said, like, you know, I think about getting up and getting ready for work. The shifts that Steve does, or the jobs that he does, he's not here in the morning, and yep. he's not here in most evenings. So it's only me and Bella. So if I'm trying to get me ready, 
and hair ready in a short period of time because she won't wake up. And also, if I try and wake that child up, oh my god. Yeah, nightmare. Yeah, I, I can't. People are just waking up. No, no, no. I, I can't because then I'm, I'm literally. She has like a screaming tantrum, and she's not a tantrumy kid to be fair because she can articulate herself quite well. But and people have to peel her off me literally when I'm yeah. dropping her off places because she hasn't been ready mm. to wake up. But I just don't know why she doesn't. She won't just go to sleep. Yeah. And then she's like, "You're knackered. Go to sleep." So as obviously as we've got older, you realise that you don't get as much sleep. So when you do, you treasure it. Yeah. But obviously with kids, yeah. they just don't want to go to no. sleep. I actually only said to see the week. I don't understand why kids don't go. This is gorgeous. I'm <laughs> but, just going to go to but sleep. But like, looking back on our own childhood, we were probably the same. Probably, yeah. Going to bed as late as possible, kicking and screaming, going to school. I think I just, just not getting up. misremember myself and think I was an absolute angel. Yeah. I think for most of it. <laughs> My mum keeps constantly telling Scarlett sometimes that your dad wasn't your dad an that. angel. Your dad did that. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Which it's doesn't work. No. It doesn't help the cause. And you're trying to teach her that is wrong. Yeah. And then Nan's going, oh yeah, your dad did that. <laughs> Yeah, Doesn't well, in that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what about Ruby? Ruby's angel. Yeah. Absolute angel. Sometimes they say, like, the second kid's the worst, yeah. or the naughtiest, or, or yeah. and stuff like that, where Ruby will go to bed whenever we tell her to. Yeah. Obviously, we do the same routine, like, yeah. sing her a song and read her a story and stuff, and I lie in the room till she falls asleep, but yeah. she will go to sleep at a decent time. She gets up, gets ready, does exactly, yeah. well, not exactly as she's told, but she's much she's easier yeah. in terms of maintenance than than Scarlett is. Yeah. But I think for Ruby, Scar- she's grown up seeing Scarlett behave that way every morning of a night time and has probably thought, I don't want to be like that. Yeah, And then decided yeah. not to just, you know, do as she's told so she's a lot smoother. Yeah. yeah, I just don't know what the answer is when it comes to sleep and stuff. That's my biggest thing because Bella still sleeps in our bed. She... Yeah, well, Scar- Scarlett's the same. She's, yeah, yeah. she's nine. Yeah, but I can, put, I can put Bella... She doesn't... No. She'll fall asleep either on me or on the couch next to me. Then I have to move her into a cot. She'll be in a cot for two, three hours, wake up, shelter us. And to be fair, it's our own fault, but we've always worked. We've just put her in the middle of the bed because we need to go. Yeah, yeah. you just choose the easiest path or the least resistance, they call it, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Although... But you're not alone with that. I've I've lost count of the amount of times I've been elbowed, kicked. Yeah. Oh, I don't sleep. Yeah. at all yeah. uh, ever since my kids were little even when they did sleep in their own beds I couldn't sleep now when Scarlett's in the, the same bed as me I don't sleep no. I sleep in their bed I don't sleep yeah. I'm just I'm used to just running on empty these days that's not good it's not but there's nothing I can do about it really so I live off energy drinks and tea and just try and crack on yeah. but you do choose that little that least past the resistance just to get them yeah, to do. be peaceful yeah. and it's the same as they get older when they kicking and screaming and having a tantrum without try, without like giving in yeah. you, you do sometimes think you know what I've had a, r- a rough day yeah. I need my own bed yeah. or I need to, to try and sleep yeah. well, I'll just give in so how much do you sleep then? me? or, or not? well I've, I, I've tried to track it in different ways yeah. you know, with an Apple Watch with an app that's next to me bed and that kind of stuff mm. I, I think on average I probably get about four hours sleep a night oh I think so obviously sometimes when I get that blessing of having my own or well, sleeping in my own house on my own yeah. I do sometimes sleep a little bit more but again sometimes it's a shock to the system so I don't yeah. Yeah. so yeah I'm just used to running on, on That's not less sleep but to be fair my dad does the same really? he, he, he wasn't a big sleeper and he, he runs on five, he used to run on five or six he used to say to me mm. so I mean some people can I think I can 
I, it does not affect me performance in no. work or anything like that. Obviously, some days you do have a really bad. Yeah. Like, well, you, you feel have tired. Like yeah, you feel tired, happened. and some. I, I'm always like, a, if I do oversleep, I feel yeah. it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. people do. Sometimes that, I'd rather just sleep less. Yeah. Just the nights where you tossing and turning all night. Then for the yeah. first hour in the morning, I, I probably are a bit of a crank. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, biggest reward then on the flip side. Uh, I think I think for me generally it's just seeing the kids laugh. Yeah. Any time of the day, you just have that little bit of a fuzzy feeling inside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think I wouldn't say there's one biggest reward, but it's just seeing your kids do well and be like yeah. nice people. Like I, I always say to Michelle constantly, I'm prepared to put up with the hassle and the attitudes and the issues at home yeah. as long as it's ring fenced to our four walls. Yeah. And when they're out in public and they're with other kids or other people they're well-mannered and present yeah. themselves well. And I think that's what we, we've got with yeah. our kids. So I'd say that, to be fair. Yeah. I don't think you're alone there, to be honest. I think that's the, it's the dream, isn't it? Like, he, he, I remember Bella's shouted at another kid in a toddler group we were at, and I just wanted the ground to swallow me up because I was like, that's not how we do it. Yeah, yeah. but but they've got yeah. to learn. So like, they've got to make those mistakes. Yeah. And I'm sure my kids have been horrible to certain kids at times for nothing. Yeah. But yeah. as long as it's not consistent yeah. and you're not that kid in the street who yeah. everybody has something yeah. to say about, whether that's fair or not, it's generally down to the, the parents, Sadly, I'd say. Yeah. But it's obviously not the kid's fault, yeah. but uh, you don't you don't want your kids to be that kid who just you know, bullies people or yeah. is horrible, swears in school and all that stuff. So, yeah. Have you found school? Because I'm seriously considering the possibility of homeschooling. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, for, for me, like we, we tried to get Scott, we tried we qualified for some free hours for like nursery, mm-hmm. and we both agreed it was key to get them around all the kids as early as possible so that yeah. they can learn those social skills and learn to be around kids who are nasty and learn to maybe be nasty yeah, themselves yeah. and know it's wrong and be told yeah. off by teachers and stuff. But I think like my girls have a really good group of friends in school. Yeah. Obviously, they come home moaning constantly about yeah. school. I was the same. Yeah. And there's always a kid who said something yeah. that they shouldn't say, especially with girls. They're yeah. just bickering all the time. Yeah. But I, I just think it's really good for them. Yeah. I never had any problems at school, mm. personally. But I think because I work in education... You probably see more than oh, others. Yeah, ter- yeah. It, it absolutely terrifies me. And I see some kids and I just think, I just don't want my daughter. To be around, around those kids? Yeah, yeah, that's what you mean. And I, it's probably wrong because it, it, this is me going, how can I protect her? Because hmm. she, she does go to a childminder, so she does see other kids, she we, she does stuff, She does she's quite a little um, social, yeah, yeah. she'll talk to anyone if I, if I ask her to. That's nice though, it's a nice treat to have. It is, but I just, I don't really know what the answer is to be honest, I'll probably end up putting her in school for ease. Yeah, it, there's that, but I suppose you still got like another year and a half till she actually starts like... Is it, is it nursery first in which so is three and a half like school nursery kind of thing yeah so, so that, she that's would first. go to a, what's it called a preschool yeah yeah. this time next year oh so, so yeah. you've still got you've still got a year to decide but also you've also got that nursery year to see if you think it's, it's right for them yeah because yeah. at that age kids don't know how to behave no regardless of what background they're from so they'll take toys off each other and steal books they'll still steal books off each other they'll like maybe push another kid and then they'll come on saying mum so and so did this and you you rage inside but you're like then again there's nothing you can do about it (laughs) the teacher's probably got an under wraps anyway so sorted out Mm. Um, 
we've obviously spoke about you and Michelle a yep. little bit. Talk to me about your relationship because obviously you've been together as parents. Mm-hmm. You've been single parents. Yep. You currently are together, but you don't live together. Yep. So it's kind of like a co-parent. Yeah, it's, it's still still probably co-parent arrangements. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's had its challenges, both good and bad. Mm. Um, the kids have never been around any conflict or argument, so to speak, of any note, other than just general tit-for-tat. General day-to-day. Day-to-day um, I think the main worry for me was that the kids would grow up being from a separate household. But then again, obviously because I've been in that situation with my girls and Michelle mm-hmm. for basically their whole, on and off their whole life, it's, it's more common than people think. Like when yeah. I was a kid when we were in school I didn't know anybody who had a split up household yeah. you had one pe- people who were like single child or yeah. single single kid in the house which was seen as an anomaly at, mm-hmm. for me personally even for my friendship group but I never knew anybody that didn't have a parents who were weren't together yeah. where now I've been a parent myself since well since I've been a parent myself I think it's more common than people think yeah. and obviously certain split households have more conflict than others and there's obviously certain rules that are in place but me and Michelle have always been amicable about it I've always always, I've always paid my way Mm -hmm. financially I've always supported physically we've had a good routine that's worked for us both where we basically split it right down the middle Mm -hmm. Um, until I lived on my own I only really had the kids overnight once but obviously since I've been living on my own the past two or three years it's been half the week they're with me half the week they're with Michelle yeah. and then now we're back together again we I only have one night where it's just me at home but that's because yeah. I've got after school oh sorry after school after work <laughs> after work <laughs> commitments <laughs> that, that yeah. take me up to like 10 o'clock so yeah. it makes no sense for me to go and stay at theirs or for them to stay with me yeah. Um, but yeah I, I, I think looking back there's lessons learned in mm. all ways mm. I think as I said off, off air it's probably the easiest thing to do at the time was to split up for both of us really yeah. but when you look at it now and the challenges we've been through with Scarlett and, and her attitude sometimes it's brought us probably closer as a family so yeah that's about it really. I don't think there's a right answer is there no there isn't Either. and obviously the more you could ask me that question a million times you probably yeah, yeah. get a different answer every time Yeah. but in the moment now I haven't really got any complaints and I think as a person individually I've grown up I've had to learn to be a parent on my own. Yeah. Also with my mum and dad as support. But I've also helped Michelle out a lot with yeah. last minute requests and last minute when she needs yeah. to work. And it's always me that yeah. goes and helps her out. So I've learned a lot about myself yeah. in that time as well. I think for me, I take my hat off to the period because there's a lot of people who split up and keep that resentment between them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not ashamed to say that was my mum and dad. Mm. And we were literally just in the middle mm. and it was my mum calling my dad fit to burn my dad calling my mum fit to burn don't get me wrong there's still occasions now and we're all like almost 40 and down the 30s like and I just think for you two to be able to sort it out and actually co-parent effectively yeah, yeah, yeah. for the girls and for yourself so you've still got a relationship but you've also still got an amicable household is massive like that's quite few and far between yeah obviously there's been times where we don't say it around the kids but like i'll have resentment towards her and she would have had resentment towards me but we've never kind of 
child that through the kids like yeah. I've never said to the kids your mum should do this this and this and she hasn't said well, yeah. she hasn't said the same to them so yeah. it's been good in that respect yeah. but the co-parenting because we do live separately now yeah. works for us because she does real long days on a Monday Thursday Friday um, so I kind of pick up the big bulk of my yeah. parenting when she's in work and then when I'm in work Michelle picks up the rest but obviously now we're all the family again we do make sure we have at least three nights where we're all off to spend it as a four and do obviously as much activities and stuff as we can and try and get the bedtime routine together rather than just me doing it or just her doing it so i do feel a lot more supported when steve's at home Mm. and trying to do stuff like that i'm sure he'd probably say the same when i'm here but obviously as as well it gets older and the attitude might come out a little bit more yeah. Sometimes it's good to have the two years in the house at the same time because yeah. you might lose your temper yeah. and have to walk away. Yeah. And then Steve can just be that. I, I used to label it as good cop, bad cop. Mm-hmm. But we, we me, me and Michelle went to see some, I wouldn't say counsellor, but some support to try and nip Scarlett's behaviour in, in the boards because she was going to school really erratic for most of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, don't do the good cop, bad cop approach. But naturally, you just do that anyway. So like say, Michelle might lose her temper. I'm then the one who kind of reassures Scarlett and brings her back on board, changes the subject kind of thing, and then they can make up yeah. not long after. So that does help a lot. Yeah. You just, you just made me think of something and then my memory's just gone. What I was going to say. This is baby. I think I probably just waffled like, on a bit no, 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 off, you off topic. Honestly, I know that's what I was going to say. That good cop, bad cop thing, as lot of, a lot of the time, um, I was listening to a podcast with a psychologist and a lot of the time we just repeat behaviours that we've learned from our parents or from school or whatever mm. it is, or just general wider society. So like, you know, that myth about, um, they always say like the teenagers are really lazy and they sleep all day mm. and that kind of stuff. And they said like, your mum would come in and rip your curtains open, yeah, so yeah. get up, yeah, get yeah, out yeah. of bed. But the actual, like, physically, your brain at that age is changing so much. You need so much more sleep. Oh, right. So, but they've just said for years, because, like, well, decades, really, because your parent did that to you, you, you think that you should do that yeah, to yeah. your teenager. Yeah. And it's just a vicious, a vicious cycle. So that um, go cop, bad cop thing makes perfect sense if she said she shouldn't really do it. But yeah, we were, we were told not to do that yeah. consciously. But yeah. naturally, it just happens. Yeah, yeah, of course it does. Especially if you've got one pa- one parent who's a, like as a person is a bit more erratic than yeah. the other, and the other one's more calm yeah. in situations like that. It does help. But <laughs> what we find sometimes is because I'm, I'm the calm one yeah. out of the, the four of us. Yeah. Um, sometimes I get all the heat, and Michelle, who, who kind of not wouldn't say snaps more, but is a bit more firm and direct, yeah. quicker than me. Yeah. Gets the. The nice side sometimes yeah. but obviously it does again yeah. it all depends on moods yeah it does flip as well yeah. but and i think girls are hard from that point of view as well so many of my friends who've got boys say like the difference in them at the same age mm. is just astounding but like um psychologically girls do develop a lot quicker yeah and they also mature a lot quicker okay. like they, yeah. they act a lot older than they actually are where boys obviously I'm, I'm still immature now yeah. we, we hang on to our immaturity yeah. as long as possible yeah. but yeah. girls do want to grow old, grow older grow older quicker yeah 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 um you touched on before when we very, very first started chatting about um when you found out uh, michelle was pregnant with scarlet mm-hmm. you're thinking oh my god i'm not gonna be able to work 
they call these mad hours. Yeah. What What's your work life balance like now? Have Have you even got one? Should I should say because um, that's a big a big ask. Well, I, I, there's there's two ways to this. So pre COVID, when I was in the office every day, mm-hmm. and I was still doing odd gigs here and there, um, we relied heavily on Michelle's mum and dad to man the kids in the day because they wear pattern suits yeah. they better. And Michelle obviously works kind of we're not saying part-time she works full-time hours but across three days so she had the kids as well during the day so they kind of shared the daytime childcare and obviously i had my routine after work and Mm -hmm. on a weekend sometimes as well so it kind of balanced itself out that way and if i needed the kids mind another saturday night because i had a gig Mm -hmm. and michelle was going out for example we used to always ask my mum who would always help in that respect during COVID, it was well, the same with everybody. He just got the whole yeah. him she got ripped up. Yeah. To the point where I think where ha- I think companies naturally had to be a bit more flexible. Yeah. Even in day like during daytime hours, even though you're working from home, you can't always be available and always working during those core business no. hours. What they say nine to five usually. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I kind of spent during COVID, so probably about last year trying to find a balance that worked for me. And generally, that results in being present during most of the core business hours mm-hmm. outside of a school run or two. But then I also try and pick the rest of the slack up that I might have done during the daytime from like five, six, seven. Mm-hmm. But then I still have a hard rule where I log off yeah, and don't, don't touch work till the next yeah. day. Yeah. I know some people find it difficult to do that. Um, Gig-wise, it's still the same. If I need a gig, I'll speak to Michelle or... Yeah me mum and dad and there's always cover generally if the more the planet in advance the better it is yeah so you do a recorded show don't you every week is it yeah i do a pre-recorded radio show yeah but i just make that whenever i get a minute because it's pre-recorded and the system i use to make the show it it consists of an hour of putting music together and the little jingles they call them over the top and then i spend half an hour doing voice record then i just send it off who is it for? It's a show called Decadence, but I just kind of squeeze that into my daily, my weekly routine. Yeah, yeah. So I don't like kind do a of... Do there Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I, I, because, of, the, because it's pre-recorded, I could do like 20 minutes a day. Yeah, yeah. Up until it's it needs to like go off. So when I edit this. So like, I'll do this with you now. Mm-hmm. I'll then listen back to this, edit this, put the intro and the uh, outro yeah, yeah, on yeah. it, and then only on the day that I'm actually... Um, publishing it do i record your intro and then throw that right at the beginning all right okay yeah okay. i probably should record your intro when you leave but i go i'm done now i'll go and do something else but you probably have the same feeling as me like my, my show goes out on a sunday night yeah i really try and make it as live as possible i won't record my voice till saturday so, yeah so then i feel like i'm in the mood because obviously it's a, it's a house music show so it's about yeah. About the weekend, so trying to make myself as enthusiastic. <laughs> the weekend on a Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. enthusiastic yeah. for the weekend as possible because it's actually on the weekend. Yeah. I record the voice. Whatever did it Monday night. I'm not going to be in the mood. No. It's a massive thing that actually. I so maybe that's why you do that. Maybe subconsciously. And I also think as well, I can give a better explanation on what it is the main themes that the yeah, yeah. episode actually have. Yeah. After a, a reflection period as well but it, it, going back to the work-life balance stuff yeah. it, you just I've just had to kind of evolve it but the yeah. biggest challenge for work-life balance is when the kids are around and I'm supposed to be in meetings because my, my, my I'm a business analyst in uh, the daytime mm-hmm. so I'm very meeting heavy mm-hmm. 
and I'm in calls pretty much the majority of the day. And when I have, when I'm not, is where I need to actually do my work. Yeah. And what I found with the kids is, when you're not on the phone or not required to do something for a certain time, they don't want to know you, mm-hmm. and they'll just go and keep themselves busy. But the second you say hi or morning or whatever you say on the calls they're right next to you dad 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 the whole call yeah and i really struggle to concentrate and sometimes i get that frustrated with them hounding me on my first call it impacts me for the rest of my day no i get it i completely get it and i i still haven't nailed that yet so so the only way i've actually nailed it is to kind of shift the kids elsewhere Uh, yeah yeah and like say say to michelle yeah I can't, I can't, I need this day, I need them to be minded. So we've got a good routine again with Michelle and, and Michelle's mum and dad where they kind of take the blunt of that yeah. childcare during the daytime hours. It's only really Friday, I'm impacted. Yeah. But what I do is I now take myself to my mum's house. Yeah. There's more for them to do. Um, me and me won't kind of share yeah. that during the day because she's still working, I'm still working. It's just hard, isn't it? Yeah. Really yeah. hard. Like I've noticed it because uh, I've only started working from home the past this is my third week oh, yeah. in my okay. job working from home. So, and this is the only week that I've not had my normal childcare because Bella goes to my grandparents two days a week and they're on holiday this week. Oh my God. It's it's next level. Like on, It's mentally draining as well, I find. so hard. I was just really grateful that on Tuesday, yesterday, fucking hell, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you felt like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you just yesterday, um, that the other people on the call had their children with them mm. and I just thought thank god it's the summer holidays when I've started because it makes me feel a little bit more like it was more widely accepted because at, and by the end of the call it was only an hour there was juice spilled all over the floor there was uh, jaff cakes on the floor there was quavers on the floor and I was just like all I wanted to do was just sit, sit on the couch and I'm sitting in the same room as you but I've put my earphones in so that no one else can hear Bluey, basically. Yeah, yeah, trying to yeah. capture. I'm physically here. You know I'm here. Oh, she even put the camera it, down at one point. Yeah, it's because you're not giving them yeah. undivided attention. Yeah, yeah. Where if, if you weren't speaking to somebody else, you probably wouldn't get yeah. that, that hassle. Yeah. But because you're now talking to somebody else, yeah. they then obviously yeah. want to be want to be yeah. your attention. Just literally, Steve got home today and I was like, I've got a really important one-to-one at 11 o'clock. Hmm. It was two minutes to 11 and I literally shipped them off the door, closed the door. Go for a walk. Go. Yeah. Go, for go somewhere, yeah. the bag ready for swimming, just go somewhere. And, and yeah. How is your new company with that though? Are they really, really relaxed flexible? About it, yeah. yeah, really relaxed. I, I think it's it. I think it's key. Like I, I think industry wise, no matter what industry you're working, I think generally companies are more acceptable accepted with all this kind of yeah. stuff. Because my company is a godsend. I don't have to go into the office if I don't yeah. want to. If I want to, I can. Yeah. And if there's if I have to dip out of calls, no matter, even if I'm the one who's driving the call, yeah. if I need to dip out, we just rearrange it, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or if like the kids are sick, they, yeah. fl- they, they work around me yeah, as much yeah. as I work around them. So it, it's, it's a godsend. It's give and take, isn't it? I yeah. mean, it, it is 100%. that working relationship and I think you get more from someone when you have that flexibility and that personable yeah, 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 definitely. I think micromanagement as well has kind of gone out the window. Yeah. I know I, I, can, I can only speak for my company, yeah, yeah. but from my team micromanagement's completely non-existent now they just trust you that you're going to deliver yeah, yeah. what you're supposed to deliver and that you're going to still work your hours because yeah. at the end of the day we're paid by hour yeah. regardless of what you're doing yeah um but as long as you're delivering results yeah 
they're not flexible so fully flexible it's great yeah do you know what that was one of the first things one of the um, heads of the company I met the other week said on my induction your time's your own there's a lot of trust we give you as long as you're delivering what we need you to deliver and you're meeting your targets there's no questions asked. Yeah. And, I can, and you can, well, I'm assuming your company is the same. If you are struggling to deliver what you're supposed to because yeah. of the constraints at home, yeah. you just ask yeah. and they will figure something out yeah, for yeah. you. Absolutely. Whether that, like sometimes I've, I've logged in on a Sunday night because yeah. I've had to take time out of the day to give the kids more attention yeah. because they are fed up or like it's lashing down outside. Yeah. I've got to keep them busy with paint and yeah. colouring books and yeah. all kinds. So I've had to take the majority of that day off yeah. Well, being off, but you work it back, and I just go and log yeah. in on Sunday and make sure that I'm ready for the next week's meetings yeah. and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you had your time over again as parent, mm-hmm. is there anything that you would do differently? Um, yeah. So I, we've had to kind of reach out and get some help with with Scarlett's attitude at times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she, she's not a horrible kid by any means, but she's very erratic with some of her behaviour so we kind of went and sought some help with that mm-hmm. and one of the key messages we got from that was prioritise you time which is very it's easier said than done mm-hmm. especially when you've got a kid who's very young and needs the undivided attention until mm-hmm. they fall asleep and then when they're asleep you've got to then like be a human and yeah. go and cook teas and clean house, clean house. and yeah. all that kind of stuff but it, it is it is prioritising you time no matter how how long that is and I think I didn't do that at all for the first six years of my kids' lives yeah. and then I slowly started to feel the, stre- the stress and pressure of it to the point where I then tried to make sure I, like even just doing the radio show go and lock myself in a room yeah. and ask my mum to pick the, up a bit of slack yeah. or ask Michelle to pick up a bit of slack I'd probably try and focus on that a bit more yeah. I just think it's really important and, I, I, and again I know it's coming up but that will be a big piece of advice I yeah. give to a, a, a young parent or a new parent is yeah. just make sure you try your best to find new time and especially as a couple as like they say date nights are important yeah, but yeah. it doesn't even have to be a date night no, spend no. time together yeah. without the kids if yeah. possible yeah. as often as you can without obviously <laughs> neglecting your kids yeah, yeah. yeah. it's very important yeah. that's why I'd do that again that, if I have my time back I'd do that again I feel a little bit like this podcast for me is your radio show for you mm-hmm. And I felt like a completely different person, not even a different parent, a different person since I've started this. And I do joke and say it lightly and I go, oh, it's the best therapy, but it, it actually really is because it's something I want to do for me. Yeah, and that, that's another thing that, that you're talking to other parents about being a parent. Yeah. And I think that's important too because yeah. you learn on the job. Yeah. You can't prepare yourself for being no. a parent. And no. obviously the more people you speak to have been there and done it and yeah. had different experiences because yeah. everyone's experience is different massively so you just you just take little snippets of things and it yeah. just reassures you that you you are still doing a decent job yeah. even though sometimes it doesn't feel it I think as well it's really interesting for me I've got friends who've got kids who are much older than Bella because mm-hmm. I do say I have Bella on the later side of the age scale if you will but that for me has been massive to kind of see what their kids have gone through and to be able to ask them when I feel like Bella's within that same yeah, yeah, phase yeah. so that's also been really really helpful and I feel like I feel like just being brave and asking the question like mm. I used to be really quite um, reserved and was a little bit more conscious of what people would think yeah 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 I'd say the past 
I would say yeah, more than that now. 18 months, I've just learned to go, oh, sorry, just ask the question. Yes. Just be outright and honest. Got to be. And do yeah. you know what? Like we said Got off air be. before about the CNI, mm-hmm. I think that's what's helped us yeah. stay in really good, in a really good place and on really good terms. Yeah. That ability to just be honest, just get it off your chest and then move on, basically. Yeah, well, me and Michelle have learned that now. Yeah. Like, obviously, I think she was the same. I was probably one of the first in my friendship groups yeah. to have kids, so I couldn't bounce those yeah, yeah. frustrations and experiences off anybody else because they were all still asking me to go out yeah. on a Saturday night in town yeah. at like seven o'clock on a Saturday. And I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that anymore. If you yeah. want me to go out, you've got to put it in the yeah, diary. Weeks a, month, a month or two months in yeah, advance yeah. for me to commit. Yeah. Um, so I think we, we've learned recently to just yeah. start asking questions. Like if we're having difficulty nailing down Scarlet's bedtime routine go and ask someone yeah, yeah. go and ask the school if they can put you in touch with somebody who can talk you through options and techniques to yeah, just yeah. try that might not work but you've got to try it and you do feel better yeah there is there actually is so much help yeah yeah there, there is yeah just, just you've just got to look in the right place though yeah, as well yeah. you've got to ask first yeah. and then look everywhere because yeah. a, lot, a lot of people do charge for yeah. like counselling and yeah, yeah. therapy like this a mate of mine he, he, he's 40 he's got two young kids three and one or three and four and two something like that mm-hmm. you're quite young kids anyway and he, he paid a sleep doctor oh, wow. to come in but obviously it costs a fortune yeah. and he kept saying oh use the sleep doctor I'm like well, no because Scarlett's eight yeah. at the time she's eight now no matter what technique that sleep doctor's going to introduce, she's too old for it to register. Especially if she's intelligent and articulate. Exactly. She's, she's, she's in that age where she will decide whether she's going to take that on board or not. Yeah. Where your kids are too young to yeah, have that. Yeah, they can be influenced. Yeah, so they yeah. will do pretty much as they're told yeah. if you can, if you can yeah, yeah. consistent with it. So yeah, there's loads of stuff out there. It's just um, asking the question, as you say, asking yeah. the question. Yeah. And I think as well, not being worried about what other people might think. Yeah, because everybody's different. For yeah. me. That Everybody is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. you say what what you're going through at home, somebody else might have had it worse or better, and not one method of parenting is right. Yeah, every it's all down to your environment yeah. and your circumstances and relationships and stuff. Every tech, every person's different. Yeah, I laugh and joke a lot now because I say I thought I had things tough. Mm. Like, I was literally sinking in shit trying to get through this. And then I started this podcast and realised how much worse some other people had yeah. it. And I remember thinking, how how do they do it? Because if I'm feeling this bad, how, how are they getting through that? Like, it's just a revelation when you ask people what they go through. Yeah. And you, and you start to reevaluate and, and rationalise things as well a, bit, a little bit more, don't you? Sometimes when you're going through the difficult time, you feel like you are alone. Yeah. And you're the only parent who's going through that. Yeah. And it's being through that where then when you speak to people you're never alone no. and that that's something me and Michelle learn quite a lot is yeah. we always keep telling each other look so and so's kids doing exactly the same thing yeah. or Scarlett's friend in school is doing exactly the same yeah. thing so we are not alone yeah. it just feels like you are at the time yeah, yeah. Um, is there anything that I've not asked you about that you would like to talk about no we talked about work-life balance that's what I was going to ask you yeah. how, how are you finding it but we spoke about that um, yeah I suppose maybe how how did you feel when you had to change your job since becoming a parent? How uh, how, how do you feel? When, how do I feel now? No, when you had to make that decision, because I can imagine that wasn't an easy decision. Um, it both was and it wasn't. 
it became it was a little bit more of an extension of me going through a bit of an identity crisis mm-hmm. um, coming to terms with postnatal depression and what that looked like for me because I kept thinking well I'm not having suicidal thoughts I don't want to harm my baby I haven't got postnatal depression that yeah, was just different guys just always yeah but there is yeah, yeah. that was my that really, was really naive limited understanding of what postnatal mm. depression was because people people said to stay and stay and I had this conversation after just watch out for a few things because that could be a sign of postnatal depression but it was never anything that I well displayed or was yeah, yeah, through yeah. Um, I think maybe this when was it May 2021 no May 2022 so a year, year and a bit ago um, I got a new job so I got promoted again where I worked and it was a little bit of like a well it was it was imposter syndrome it was I know I can do this job but I equally don't feel hmm. good enough for again, this that's common oh my god and and it was horrendous. I developed this really rare skin condition oh, to right. do with stress. It was bizarre. Basically, like my immune system was attacking itself. As like a, it just shut down. Yeah, of the it just pressure you were. Yeah. you felt you were under. Well, I also think that tied in when I started becoming more accepting of how I was feeling, um, and that's also when I came off social media because all oh, right, I was comparing myself to everyone. Um, Weight and image was a massive thing for me because mm. I still hadn't lost the baby weight from Bella. Oh, I see. And obviously for me, well, you know, from from school I was big, then I lost weight, then I went underweight, then I had a few eating disorders, then I was a, not, a natural, uh, I'd say natural weight. Uh, I was going to say, social media must be horrible from that perspective. Oh my God. Especially when you throw in having a baby. And if I'm very honest, I knew I didn't want to have a baby earlier than I did because I couldn't deal with at the time the change in my body again. Oh, right. Definitely. I just, I just wouldn't have been able to. But I think... Sounds like you come up with some big challenges then. Oh, I think more than I give myself credit for yeah, yeah. as well. But, and I have to say, I do take my hat off to stay here. I wouldn't be in the mindset that I'm in if it wasn't for his help and his support mm. in certain areas. Um, but even like today, I'm the exact same weight now as I was before I had Bella, but my body is completely different. But well, it changes, doesn't it? But I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you asked me that a year ago, and I it would have okay. had no, mm. I would have had an absolute meltdown. But even when before I had Bella, I was upset. Like I, I set my worth and my value on having a six pack because I used to be big. So having a six pack to me meant yeah, like everything. The opposite mindset yeah, then yeah. And it literally, and it sounds ridiculous. If I got up and my abs weren't in a really good condition that morning, that was it. Like, I'd have a, I'd shut down. I'd have a meltdown. Like, so are you more accepted of now. Your, your body type now? Yeah, massively. Yeah. That's, massively. Good. That's good. And I also think as well, like, I feel a little bit sorry for that, that version of Amber that actually thought that that was important. But I also think you have to go through that yeah because if you hadn't have gone through that yeah, yeah you wouldn't have thought any different now no absolutely not and i honestly and that would have been your mindset going forward yeah. without that hurdle and obviously having a, having a child yeah. as well but coming back to the job and what have you i dance and being in shape being fit um trying to be the best at every single element of the job for me was my identity that was it like that was so do you still do you still teach dance no no only from the last three weeks i don't teach it oh right okay yeah so is that a decision you made or did yeah. you feel you had to no, stop I that it. i made it did because you start enough i just kind of thought like 
in this identity crisis I started like evaluating like it's it was quite deep but like who am I what do I value what do I actually want what do I want to do with my job um, I had a really bad relationship with money so I'd always spend money like uh, I get paid and I go and spend it yeah, like, the yeah yeah but like it, it, to the point where it, it used to then get me down when I did yeah, yeah, and I'd be going yeah. like I'm working literally I'd work seven days a week some days 12 hours was earning good money every hour and I'm going why haven't I got yeah, yeah. any money like it was that's, it, that's how I feel now yeah it, it, but it really really used to get to me but I used to use money when I had it as like a an escape yeah yeah an, an escape yeah. basically Um. so did loads of work like I don't want to say work on myself but just kind of sat back and actually thought what's important because I think becoming a parent whether you do it consciously or subconsciously you do evaluate what you feel is important. Yeah, I think that comes back to what I said before about taking time for yourself. Yeah. Because like, you can get caught in the rat race of work, of just work, 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 work. But you can also get caught in the rat race of being a parent yeah. and with just kids, 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 kids. Yeah. So it's important you take that time yeah. out to have those reflections yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And then feel what's important. Yeah. And I think as, as part of that, like sort of analysis, I arrived at, do, do I even enjoy teaching dance mm. and I feel like I enjoy I enjoy dance and performing arts from an entertainment point of view but actually in the classroom anymore I don't enjoy it and I feel like I just fell into it but do you know what do you know what though like you, you've stopped now yeah but obviously as Bella gets older yeah and you get a bit more time to yourself yeah. whether you have another one or not in between yeah. it's a different story yeah. but you can always go back yeah and you don't have to teach it again you can go and just dance yeah, yeah. like I, I was just i do the same with badminton i still play yeah, yeah. badminton a lot i play i still play two leagues but throughout scarlet's lifetime because that's obviously the big that's from yeah. nine years ago to now with ruby in the middle i've took four separate seasons completely out of the game mm-hmm. because i couldn't take the kids i felt it was unfair just dragging them to badminton matches either and everywhere yeah. obviously then djing at the same time i took myself out and while i was out I realised how much I actually enjoyed playing. Yeah, yeah. And because I played all my teenage life, I just thought I just had to play. Yeah. Even though I wasn't earning money yeah, for yeah. I just thought I had to have to play badminton because I'm good at it. But then I actually then realised I actually like playing. Mm. I like the competition. I like the, the physical element of it. Mm. So now I consciously make sure that I'm I'm just in a different headset with it. Yeah, I actually yeah. want to play badminton now. Yeah. And the kids are a bit older. They 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 have tried to play themselves and they enjoy going and having a hit yeah, yeah. when I have I have a badminton match and stuff so you just realise that yeah. you do actually enjoy it where right yeah. now you might not feel you do but you might in a couple of years think you know what I do miss it yeah I may find myself in a and you can always do then just treat it as a hobby yeah. it doesn't have to be a job you can just do it as and when you want to yeah even if it's one class a week or whatever yeah. it's just you're in control then yeah. but you probably felt you wasn't no not at all and I think a lot of it was a lot of that industry for me was wrapped up in body image mm. and weight and I just had a bit of a bad relationship with it for that reason so a multitude of reasons as to why yeah, but it sounds like it. right now you've made the right yeah call. yeah and I feel like it's important now that I am at home mm. for putting her to bed every night because for two years and four months of her life she's not had that yeah so that feels more important to me now than dance yeah mm. yeah I totally agree yeah, yeah. I, I was the same when I, um, yeah. my kids were doing like swimming class or they've done ballet and yeah. they've done badminton they've done tried football I want to be at every single class 
Yeah. Just to watch him be yeah. there and go on that journey with them. Yeah. I don't. I, when she used to go to Bali of a, of a Saturday in Ormskirk, I used to hate missing it, even yeah. though I couldn't watch it because they wouldn't allow us to watch yeah. it. We had to wait in the car. But just taking them to it yeah, and dropping yeah. them off, I, I just enjoy that whole, yeah. I'm taking them to an activity kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So I've made okay. conscious effort to yeah. make sure I, whatever they do after school, if I'm there, I'm 100% yeah. taking them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a hard gig, isn't it? Yeah, and it, it doesn't get any easier. No. Obviously, but, you're but at the early age now, yeah. it doesn't get any easier. Every single age group has its own challenges mm-hmm. and you just got to keep plodding yeah. along. And just know that you're doing a good job. Do you know what's really funny you say that? Because I think my brother had just turned two. And we had like... I say just turned two. She was definitely in a terrible two years before that. But definitely with the pushing the boundaries more so. I remember looking back a couple of weeks ago thinking, God, I remember at the time feeling like this was the worst thing ever. Mm. But you get through it. Yeah. And then something else will come up. And I know that. And then when something else comes up, I think this is the hardest thing I've ever mm. done. But then a few weeks after that, I'll go... God, I got through that, and I think it's just that's what happens with kids. Yeah, I think you just got to keep telling yourself you're doing a good job, yeah. regardless of how yeah. hard it is. Yeah. I had a moment on Monday where Scarlett just wasn't going to bed, and Michelle was due home from work at half eleven. Yeah. So I had to just leave her in Michelle's room watching telly. Yeah. She's giving me all kinds of "I hate you" and yeah. all that crap. And at the, at the time, like, I always I always have to vent to Michelle. So I'm venting to her going like, she's doing this, she's doing that, I can't believe it, I'm fuming, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But what I, <laughs> sounds really sad, I, I've learned to now just take myself away from that environment. Mm-hmm. So Ruby's fast asleep in bed, Scarlett's giving me loads, I just walk down the stairs mm-hmm. and I'll just go and make something for me to do. Yeah. Whether that's washing the only dish that's in the sink, yeah. I'll go and do that. And then I'll go back up the stairs and it doesn't half make a difference. Yeah, yeah. Just taking yourself out of the environment, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've tried to not vent my frustrations to Steve when he's not here, because I also feel like I'm yeah. getting him het up as well. I, I, I'm guilty of that, to yeah. be honest. I, I do vent a lot while she's yeah. away, and yeah. there's nothing she can do about it. Yeah. And she sometimes does that to me, Yeah. and I'm like, I don't know I can do about it. Yeah. And it is hard, but making a conscious effort not to do yeah. it is, is really but good. It's because that's the only other person who completely understands yeah. the frustration and the situation. So obviously, it is natural. Like, my mates now are just having kids now. Yeah. So they're all having like newborns or two years old mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So some of the stuff they tell me, I can re- give them the guidance and just say, no, look, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. But because I'm nine and six, yeah. None of my mates have got kids that age. I've got one who's got a, a 10-year-old or a 10-year-old boy. So I, I vent to him sometimes and just say, but again, because he's a boy, he's, he's going through different things and yeah. has different challenges than, yeah. than what I'm having. So I can't really like bounce off somebody yeah. in my friendship group yeah. where they can all bounce off me because I've been there, done that. You have to go to your school, it works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kids but do you know what? Works good like that. They've got all kinds of groups yeah. set up for all kinds of different things, whether it's parenthood, mental health issues, all that. There's all kinds of different forums that means, which is good, yeah. Yeah, And you just tap into that as and when you want to, if you feel you need to, so. That's good. Very good. Um, We've got two closing traditions. Okay. I know you've touched a couple on, on, I know you've touched on a couple of them before, but um, what's one thing you wish you knew about parenting before you became a parent? Um, I'd say, preparation for how stressful it can be yeah especially trying to work as well yeah. i think just knowing that coming would probably have been helpful yeah. 
so I could have maybe prepared myself a little bit better for all the stresses that were coming rather than just riding with it as it happens which is what I ended up having to do yeah so I'd say that yeah and if you were to give a top tip to a new parent or expecting parents what would it be got loads definitely talk yeah definitely 100% talk and know that you are doing a good job yeah regardless of how crap you feel you're doing you, you you're doing a good job yeah. but definitely definitely talk if you even if you're having frustrations with your other half at the time mm-hmm. you've got to talk and i think that bounces into being being a co-parent or parent mm-hmm. you've got to talk if it's to each other or to somebody else you've got to get that off your chest yeah. you can't keep it in-house because then you end up snapping at your kids yeah which obviously is the worst yeah. that, that's not what you want to do and that's easier said than done yeah. i've been guilty myself but yeah. definitely talk yeah. about anything fantastic thank you for being wonderful thanks for having me lovely to have you thanks for having me i've enjoyed it i'm glad